Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell on this beautiful Tuesday, the 2nd of November, 2021. And here in Victoria, here in Melbourne, it is Melbourne Cup Day, the race that stops the nation and in many cases stops the world. So beautiful day. It's going to be about 30 degrees Celsius here today. Perfect, perfect weather for a horse race. Not that I'm really interested in a horse race, but hey, it's a public holiday. But uh, for most of us, that doesn't stop us from continuing to work. So wherever you are in the world, I hope you've had a phenomenal start to your working week. So on today's episode, a bit of a follow-on from yesterday where we talked about how um, the greatest gift you can give your team is the gift of your attention. And uh, I see many sales leaders uh, applying this sort of principle, but they're not necessarily mentally in the game. So they might be physically with their team, but they're not actually mentally with their team as well or as much as they could be. And in retrospect, if they were doing some reflection as much as they know they should be. So not necessarily giving their team their fullest, uh, I guess, their fullest capability or their fullest uh, mind share because there's always something in the back of their head that they're thinking about the next uh, the next strategy meeting they've got to go to or the meeting they've got to go to or the conversation they're about to have not being fully present in that particular moment and it detracts from the relationship they build with their team and also detracts from the impression that they're creating with their team as well and look people are pretty good in terms of knowing whether somebody is with you or not uh, people particularly here in Australia people's BS meters are pretty good and uh, intuition tells us that when somebody's with you and there's something not quite right, uh, tends to be uh, right on the money in terms of there may not be something quite right there. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that not a lot of sales leaders talk about, but a lot of high-performing people are practicing, and that is supercharging your productivity or your leadership productivity, and how do we do that? Well, it's almost like a secret weapon, and that is being mindful. Now, I'm going to talk about mindfulness today, and if you're not somebody who is into all this mindfulness stuff, I'll, uh, I'll put a, a bit of a caveat on this. I'm not one of those uh, meditation guru type people e either, but what I can share with you is having practiced this certainly over the last 18 months, uh, particularly in the COVID situation, it has been an absolute eye-opener and has enabled me to be more focused, but also significantly more productive. So I want to I want to talk about mindfulness now from a sales leadership perspective and give you some tips on how it might be able to enhance performance, but also being conscious of what is the impression we're creating for our team. And you might have a team right now and people within your team who are quite anxious, particularly as we come out of lockdown here in Victoria and many countries around the world, we're starting to get a high vaccination rate. So more and more uh, economies are opening up, uh, not necessarily getting back to pre-COVID normal, but sort of moving back towards that sort of uh, that sort of setup. But for many people who've been through the last 18 to 24 months of isolation and a lot of stop-start in terms of the economy, it can be very, very confronting for people. And we're almost conditioned now to be quite um, protective, uh, thinking about going out and second-guessing going out, wanting to stay home and doing all that sort of stuff. So when it comes to being productive, we need to actually stack the odds in our favor and use every possible means we can to get uh, as productive as we possibly can in the environments that we're going into. And one thing's for sure, the environments are going to continue to change. Who knows what the work environment's going to look like into 2022? We can kind of guess based on what's happened, 
but uh, that might change on a dime yet again. So I want to talk about mindfulness today because I think it's almost a secret weapon to leadership, productivity, and high performance. And if you look at most elite teams, whether it be in the sporting teams, and it's probably one of the most visible things that I've seen over the last two or three years, is a lot of uh, very, very high-performing sports teams are implementing mindfulness practices as part of their high-performing regime. And what it's doing, it's actually delivering some significant results. And if you look at the last uh, three or four AFL premiers, they have all instigated a mindfulness practice that is not only used through pre-season, it's been used through the season as well. And long gone are the days when extrinsic motivation or pumping the team up and expecting them to perform is the way to get high performance out of a team. What they're doing now is if you listen to coaches when they talk before a game, it's very, very calming, it's very relaxed, and almost like it's a complete antithesis of what it was even 10 years ago when you used to rev up a team, get them so motivated, they'd get out and be full of this high energy to the point where they'd hit the ground running. But the problem was that motivation would only last a certain amount of time and they were expending such a huge amount of energy at the beginning of the game that they'd tire and get worn out and the motivation would not continue to the end of the game. So it, it they found that there was a bit of a dip in performance throughout the game. What they're doing now is the coaches before the game are talking in a lot more relaxed manner and they're making sure that the team are in a very, very calming state so that they are relaxed and they're ready to go once the bell, once the bell goes or the siren goes they're able to perform at their optimal level because they're now relying on intrinsic motivation, not the extrinsic to pump them up. And so calming down almost seems like the elixir. So if you think about the situations you find yourself in, and maybe in the past we've gone into a really difficult sales conversation or maybe a negotiation or a conflict sort of mediation sort of session, uh, your emotions are probably going to be pretty high and your anxious level, anxious anxiety levels are probably pretty high as well. Uh, there's this nervous energy that comes with that, and, and often you're not necessarily performing at your highest peak because you might be thinking of all the negative things that might be happening and not necessarily being uh, optimistic and certainly not growth mindset based where you're thinking about all the different possibilities that might come out. So you end up being pretty restricted in terms of what you can say and what you think in those particular meetings. And ultimately, you don't necessarily get the result that you're looking for. Being mindful and being prepared for those sort of meetings and calming ourselves down so we can think more rationally and more calmly can actually improve our performance in those situations, even though they might be quite difficult situations and the anxiety might still be there. But being really calm and therefore in better control of your emotions can actually lead to much better outcomes. And so mindfulness can be as simple as, and I don't want to make this as complicated as many more complicated than it needs to be, because a lot of people say, oh, you need to do this practice meditation and listen to these mantras and stuff like that. Look, mindfulness can be as simple as breathing, right? And when you think about the definition of mindfulness, really what it is, it's all about getting back to the present moment, right? Getting back to right now, right here, not thinking about yesterday, not thinking about tomorrow, but just focusing on the present moment. And one of the best ways to do this is working on your breathing or utilizing your five senses to bring yourself back to this present moment. Now, the great thing about this, and I want to share some research with you in terms of um, mindfulness in business and work can have massive, massive positive influences on performance certainly relationships. And when you think about people's well-being, it can have a positive impact on people's well-being as well. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of links now between mindfulness and workplace. And this research is going to continue. But at a really high level, if you think about mindfulness, it, it improves our ability to have high levels of attention. And it does it in three ways. First of all, it improves the level of stability. So the attention you have in a situation doesn't actually waver. Your mind doesn't wander and you are unable to stay focused. So being really stable. 
It also has a level of control where you can direct your attention at will without getting distracted. So you're very, very focused on the task at hand and it also improves your efficiency. So it's a byproduct of stability and control, but you're, you become more efficient at holding your attention. The other thing it does as a byproduct of all this, the attention part, is it improves your level of cognitive capacity. So this is uh, your cognitive system. It's all concerned with your thinking. So your ability to think can be measured in terms of your capacity and the flexibility that you have. So mindfulness can increase your capacity to remember more, especially your short-term memory. Now, this is absolutely critical when you're having conversations with customers, but also when you're spending time with your team. Remember, as we talked about yesterday, the greatest gift you can give your team is the gift of your attention. So if you can be mindful in that particular moment, guess what? You have a high capacity to remember what's being talked about, which means you're adding more value to that person and you're creating that impression of increase for that person. And the capacity also means you'll be able to process tasks more efficiently. What it also does, it gives you a level of flexibility in how you think, which enables you to be more open to possibly new ideas and new perspectives, which means the conversations you have can have more variance and it can actually get a much better outcome in terms of those particular um, conversations. The other thing it does, it actually impacts your uh, emotions as well. So it serves to modify emotional responses in three key ways. Being mindful shortens your life cycle of emotions, so you return to normal much faster. So those things that potentially have the capacity to knock you off kilter, to surprise you, uh, being more mindful can enable you to come back very, very quickly to your at-rest position. So it doesn't. It means that you're not going to be as emotionally affected by things that are happening in front of you. The second thing it does, it dampens your reaction to those emotional triggers. So you're actually more mindful of what's happening, so you can actually choose your responses more effectively and therefore have higher levels of control over those emotions. So you're not going to be as reactionary to some of those events that are right in front of you. And the third part is, if you're more mindful, you're less likely to have a strong emotional response. So you're going to be in more control over your response to events that happen right in front of you. And again, a perfect, perfect opportunity to deal with really difficult situations, difficult difficult conversations, which as sales leaders, uh, we often get involved in or confronted by. The other thing to think about as well when it comes to mindfulness is it enables us to be in more control over our behavior. So we're going to be less reactionary to the things that happen to us and we're going to be in more control over the choices we make in relation to how we respond to certain situations. So we can better control our behavior and certainly we have a better level of control over our physiology as well, which ultimately leads to better outcomes. It certainly uh, leads to improved performance, better relationships and ultimately well-being or improved well-being Certainly for us, and if you think about the example that we're constantly setting for our team, given they're always watching us, if you can be really, really in control of the behavior and therefore your physiology, uh, you're going to set a great example. And by being mindful, you're going to not only enhance your own well-being, but because your team is a reflection of you, it will have a positive effect on well-being of the team as well because they'll start to mirror some of the things that you are doing. So um, that's that's just a high-level overview of some of the benefits of being more mindful certainly at work and it's something that we as sales leaders can continue to practice because it is more and more being um, with more research being done there is a, a more and more closer link to mindfulness and not only high performance but sustainable high performance so if you look at all the teams that are staying at the head of their game they're always looking for new ways to improve and one of the key ways they're putting in place in terms of strategy is being really, really mindful. Yes, they've still got to do the physical work, they've still got to do the mental work, but being mindful as well. Being aware of emotions, but also making sure we're coming back to the present and focusing only on the present. That's really what mindfulness is all about. So you might be sitting there thinking, well, that's all well and good, but as a sales leader, how do I actually become more mindful in my particular day-to-day 
operations and um, has some things to think about. This is by no means an extensive list, but there's a number of things you can implement into your particular day. And if you can do this and build a habit around this, then you'll see that practicing mindfulness on a daily basis will develop into a high level of conscious competence to the point where a point in time, it will turn into unconscious competence where you just be doing this automatically and just watch what happens. So here's a few things to think about. First one is be consciously present. As we talked about yesterday, being uh, being fully present with your team is the greatest gift you can give them. That is the gift of your attention. So at the start of the day, make a decision and think about, okay, today I've got these meetings. Today I've got these conversations I've got to have. I'm going to make sure that I'm 100% present for each of those and really going to work on connecting with my senses. And even if it's the most trivial of tasks, such as sending an email or even drinking a coffee, just for that particular moment, just focus on being 100% present in that moment and taste, taste the coffee or really focus on the task at hand, focus on the person you're having a conversation with. So just be consciously present. That's the first one. The second one is use mindfulness exercises at work. And this can be done anytime, anywhere. You're about to go into a really, uh, really important meeting. It could be a team meeting. It could be a meeting with your one-up boss. It could be a meeting with a customer. You know, practice, practice getting into a mindful state. And that's simple as getting, again, getting in touch with your five senses or just simply breathing, taking a few uh, deep breaths, long, deep breaths before you get into a conversation, before you go into a meeting room has a great way of actually calming you down and bringing you back to the present moment. So you're ready to go when you're in that particular room. Another one that a lot of sales leaders try to do is try to do multiple things at once. So moving away from doing the multitask and now focusing on a single task is a great way to become more mindful and be more focused on the present. And there's so much research now that because a lot of people say, oh yeah, I can multitask and I'm really I'm really productive because I get so many things done at once. When you really look at it and you actually analyze the research, uh, multitasking is actually really bad because it causes people to blow out their IQ, actually makes them dumber because their attention span reduces, but their attention is changing between task and task. So focusing on the single task rather than the multitask. And often what this will require us to do is to slow down in order to speed up. Now, this might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but um, by slowing down and focusing deeply on the one task, not only is the quality of the work you're doing increased, but over a period of time, you'll find that you'll actually end up getting more things done. And you'll have a higher level of fulfillment and a higher level of satisfaction as well, because if you're looking back and thinking, my goodness, Instead of saying, I've been really, really busy and not being able to actually articulate what it is you've done, you can say, well, I've been really, really productive and here's what I've produced. Not only have I produced a bucket load of stuff, but the stuff is of a very high quality. So slow down to speed up. Also accept that things are going to happen that you're not necessarily going to be able to change and also accept that stress is going to be part of your life as well. And I've talked about stress before in terms of different types of stress. You've got the distress, which is a negative stress, which we want to try and avoid which leads to fatigue, exhaustion, and sometimes really um, uh, depressive thoughts, anxiety, which is a long-term long term thing. But also you need stress for high performance, which is known as the positive stress or eustress, which is the little butterflies you get just before you're about to go and do something you're excited about. And uh, you're a little bit nervous in terms of performing in front of a, a group or maybe doing a presentation or, or running that sales call. You want to have positive stress because you need positive stress in your life because it keeps you on edge. And if you be mindful about that, then you can actually increase your level of performance and really get a great outcome when you are on the stage, if you like, for want of a better phrase. Now, the other few things to think about is practice gratitude. Now, this is something that a lot of people talk about. 
out there in the world, but when it comes to sales leaders, and I, when I'm talking to sales leaders about the practice of gratitude, they often look at me really, really weird. What do you mean? Do you have crystals to go with it or what? Are you saying I've got to get a gratitude journal? Well, no, I'm not saying that at all, but what if you actually start to show some appreciation, accept others' appreciation? What if you actually start to be grateful for what the things you are doing, the things you've had, uh, the challenges you've got, but also the opportunities that are in front of you? So just, just practice gratitude is a great way of becoming more and more mindful. And the last one to help us become more mindful at work is to adopt a growth mindset. Now, I've talked a lot about uh, growth versus fixed mindset, and it's weaved into a lot of episodes that I do, and certainly a lot of coaching and training that I do as well. Just making sure that we look at every single situation and think about this as an opportunity to get better. And I keep talking about the fact that we want to get better today than we were yesterday and better tomorrow than we are today. So that also requires a growth mindset to learn from struggling um, from things. So know that know that difficulties, know that challenges, know that uh, failures, quote unquote, will have lessons in them. And a person who has a growth mindset looks for those lessons, takes those lessons and uses those lessons as a platform to get better. Now you can do that. Uh, you are actually going to be more mindful in what you do because you'll be looking for those opportunities rather than trying to avoid those opportunities. So there's a few things to think about in relation to being mindful. If it's something you haven't necessarily thought about, uh, do some research. Really think about how you can become more mindful, but also think about in terms of your team, what does your team deserve? If you're thinking about supercharging your sales leadership productivity, one of the greatest ways to do that is to get in touch uh, with yourself in terms of what your thinking patterns are but also become more mindful. And if you can bring yourself to be more mindful, you'll find that your attention to detail improves, your energy levels start to improve, your focus starts to improve, and guess what? Your productivity as a byproduct will also start to improve. So I hope that message makes sense. I wanted to record that today. I was out walking this morning and I was off the back of yesterday's podcast in terms of giving our greatest gift to our team being our attention. I thought, what's the best way to do that? Well, part of it is being more and more mindful. So I wanted to share that message. So I hope, hope it resonates with you. And I hope it's something you can also share with your team as well because if they can uh, practice being more mindful, guess what? Their level of productivity will go through the roof as well. So supercharge your productivity by being more mindful. And as a quick reminder, before we wrap up, if you are ready to work together one-on-one and if you're committed to taking your leadership to the exceptional leader level, and like some help doing just that, love to work with you one-on-one. Simply go to my calendar, leadwithdarren.com, jump on a call, we'll talk over Zoom, have a quick conversation about where you're at, what you're looking to achieve in your sales leadership over the next 90 days. We'll put a plan together and get started to work on helping you become that exceptional sales leader as quickly as possible. So very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.